Good morning and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. So our assignment is to have a attention on awareness while we're speaking in an interaction with someone. So here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hang on, Jerry. There we okay. go. Oh, hi, this is Barbara from Chicago. Hey, Barbara. Good what morning. What are you seeing? Good morning. Uh, well, um, I'm seeing so many voices that, and this, this, I think this was what brought me to practice initially, so many voices that, like, I, I, it makes me wonder how I can function. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Like, and yet you are. Um, I, yeah, I, I, but I don't, I, it feels like a struggle. I guess I don't know if it's just what, because I think it's when I'm looking at it, when I'm looking at the voices or listening for them, I hear so many voices, like in when I'm having a conversation, there's like a, um, I'm speaking, you know, and then there's this, I'm being, it's like I'm being monitored and I'm tracking what mm-hmm. I'm saying so I don't do it again next time. I mean, I can't believe mm-hmm. all the stuff that, I mean, it, it does feel kind of crazy making, you know, like yes. all this stuff is yes. going on at the same time. <laughs> yes. Yes, Barbara, you are having the right experience. Oh, yes, you. that is exactly how it works. Yeah, mm-hmm. and exactly the way you laid it out, right? Not only is it trying to mess you up in this moment, it's trying to mess you up in future moments based on uh, phony information about past moments. Yeah. You've seen ego's whole playbook there. And it is miraculous <laughs> that we're able to function, that we're actually able, I mean, I, I would bet you're way beyond functioning, which was my, uh, you know, now ego would like you to believe that you're barely functional, right? You're just yeah. really <clears throat> struggling to just make it past the bare minimum. But that's not true, right? If you listen to its assessment, that's what you get. But if mm-hmm. you look at your life, that's not true. I'm not quite, I'm not seeing it that well right now, but I... Well, I, let me I explain it to you. <laughs> let me explain it to you, okay? Because if you were who ego says you are, would like you to believe you are, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, the fact that you are doing this with your life is mm-hmm. all the proof you would ever need that your life is extraordinary mm-hmm. and that you are an extraordinary mm-hmm. human being, that, which is, of course, what ego really doesn't ever want a person to see. No, I mean, what I hear, you know, that, so I hear those voices and then I hear also from ego, you know, like the language of practice, well, just drop it, you know, <laughs> like, but it's really like, just drop it and shut up. And you know what I mean? It's not right. like, That's let it right. go and be here. It's like, you're even, even well, in, in calling in it, it's telling me I'm whining about this or I'm too critical. Yes. You know, oh, of course. Oh, of <sighs> course. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, Barbara, this is where you can get a little sense of humor uh, for yourself in this, right? So when it says, just drop it, mm-hmm. think, what a really good idea. Thank <laughs> you. I am going to just drop you. 
Mm-hmm. Right? And when it says you're whining, really? Really? <laughs> Are you concerned that I'm whining? You know, you don't have to and then drop it. Right? Mm-hmm. As soon as you make fun of it, just drop it. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. All I can tell you is you, you are having the absolute correct awareness practice experience because we have to see it mm-hmm. so clearly before we really do get what it is, get what we are, get that that's not us, and that we actually can drop it with no fear at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just... It just I don't know. I mean, I, I I hear you, and I I'm I'm trying to go there. <laughs> well, well, uh, you, you know, don't don't worry about it. That that it's attempting to interfere with this. Of course, mm-hmm. it would. I mean, yeah. more than yeah. anything, you mm-hmm. know, if it's got you home alone, that's one level of interference with your life. But this is high stakes for ego. So just know that you're going to listen to this conversation. Mm-hmm. I hope quite a lot, that you're going to record about it, that you're going to return to it, that it's what you're going to begin to remind yourself of regularly. And as you do that, uh, the, the, that clarity will integrate into your, into your life. And, mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll, you'll recognize the change. It, it, it will increasingly lose power and you will gain power. I uh, promise you. Yeah, I want that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes, we do. And it, the the best thing to like about it is it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not uh, it's not something. It's I think as Wendy said this yes or Jen or somebody on the open air last night, but it's science, right? Yeah. We don't have to hope that it works. Mm-hmm. It will. Mm-hmm. We just have to do it, which mm-hmm. you're doing. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, okay. thanks for calling in and not uh, not succumbing to the mm. bogus crapola. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sherry. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Barbara. Go happy. Yeah. Go happy. Thanks. Bye bye. Thanks, Barbara. You know what was dropping in for me around that, Sherry, is the uh, the the importance of recalling that. Uh, extraordinary is not defined by ego. Yes. You know the yeah. struggle with ego is the is is a, def, uh, a sort of a definer of a spiritual practice, right? Mm. It's well, and it, yeah, and Barbara's point that it, you know it it learned it goes <laughs> that expression the the alcoholic goes to the meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, not just the person who doesn't want to drink, but the alcoholic, the one who does want to drink, is sitting right there learning all the lingo, learning all the things to uh, thwart. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why awareness... Well, just that the awareness transforms, right? When we... When we which is why we're bringing uh, so much practice training to attention on awareness that it, it's only in awareness that nothing, get, nothing is done within quotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, only when we're here. Right. Yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. <clears throat> Hi, this is Catherine from St. Louis. Hey, Catherine. Hi. Um, 
Uh, what I've been looking at is the um, <clears throat> the most uh, the, the the conversations that I have where ego is the most intense and the noisiest uh, are guidance conversations, mm-hmm. and um, that makes total sense mm-hmm. because ego doesn't want me to hear the guidance. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Um, I received some guidance last Friday um, in, in the Transcending Fear and Limitations retreat, and um, it was interesting because uh, ego was was setting me up. I didn't see it at the time. Was setting me up to so ego could use the guidance to separate me from practice. Mm. And uh, I, I saw that afterward. Um, I didn't see it ahead of time. Um, and somebody, someone, in, in some level, I listened to that guidance, I heard it, and I'm following it, mm. mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, um, uh, ego just spent the weekend, I mean, the weekend was like arm wrestling with ego on uh, trying to draw me into stories about it and stories about me and stories about practice and um, separating me from it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, well, uh, so... Yes, and I, I think, again, you're watching it all, right, Catherine? That seems right. to be the theme of what we're looking at over the course of the week. So the, there was, there is an awareness that when uh, you're engaged with what is going to most assist you, the voices are the loudest in order to distort the signal, right? If you can't hear it, great. If you can't stay with it, great. And uh, it's almost as if it's hearing it in order to then uh, accuse you of what you're not doing right, right? So the objective of that process is separation, and you can see it clearly. And what you also notice is it, the aware, uh, there's the awareness of what is being said, what is resonating with what is being said, what desires to be to follow what is said, and what does do that. Mm-hmm. And what conditioning would say it's the it's what Sherry's off uh, Sherry's example is you don't get any credit if you clean your room. You only get credit if you clean your room with gratitude, right? So the mm-hmm. ego voice says, so what if you are listening and following the guidance? You, you had such an enormous struggle, <laughs> so it doesn't count. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, there's something wrong with my attitude. Yes. That, uh, you know, there was a lot of emotion and uh, all of this going on, and, and uh, if I were the right person, I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have felt any of that. And... Um, and may that, I stop that, you right there, right, Catherine? Sure, because sure. What it, it's what we're attempting to do in every moment is uh, disidentify from that, right? That is not me. So ego does have the wrong attitude. It has, mm. the ba- it has a very bad attitude towards anything that would eliminate it. It's mm-hmm. constantly uh, throwing tantrums so that it can get attention and survive, and so we want to make sure that when we when we dis, when we look at when we look at this whole thing in, in, in the container of awareness, 
we realize that what is having that experience is ego, but what listen to the guidance, what asks for the guidance, what listen to the guidance, what's willing to follow the guidance, what's even willing to tolerate ego tantrums is, is not, is what you are. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's really true. And it's, uh, and it's interesting you say that the, the guidance was to, um, uh, in, a, in a nutshell, uh, turning attention away from the ego's negative something wrong story to um, uh, what I love and what's beautiful. And uh, the the suggestion was that I write love letters Mm -hmm. to trees. Oh, my God, Catherine. (laughs) Heresy, right? Huh? I said heresy. Oh yeah. Oh, ego. Oh, just so hated it, and yeah. it was. And and so I started writing love letters, and and it's wonderful. I mean, it's beautiful, mm-hmm. you know. And it it's. Uh, and then ego will talk me out of it, and then I'll see that, and then I'll write a love letter, you know. Yeah, so it's. Precisely. Um, it's like turning, you know, turning away, turning to what is uh, wonderful and um, to life, um, to to goodness and turning away from all that negativity is like such a, I mean, it's such a leap and, um, and, but it can be done and it's, it's heartening to know it can be done, but ego doesn't like it. So of course not. It doesn't absolutely. And I think this is what we learn with showing up and doing the work, right? We know that ego doesn't like it. We know that it's always gunning for us not to do the work and that we only have the experience of what practice offers if we do the work. The more I write love letters, the more in love I am. The more I get to have the actual experience of knowing that if I go with the guidance, what the guidance says will be my experience. Mm-hmm. Right? And therefore, I'm, I'm much more prepared not to believe ego when it does ramp up because my experience over and over again of what is true has been has had a chance to deepen and broaden and widen and my faith the reason I keep showing up increases Mm -hmm. yes I know I can trust the guidance in in the midst of the darkest onslaught from ego I know I can trust the guidance and that comes from practice yeah 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 so Thank feeling you. very grateful. Thank you. Thanks, Catherine. Mm-hmm. So in that conversation, in the previous conversation, I, I had a great sympathy and admiration for people who did awareness practice before technology. Mm. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine the poor sucker who <laughs> got a chance to sit with the Buddha mm. and, yeah. and you know, a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And the same thing was happening with them that happens with us, right? Mm-hmm. And then goes off from that realizing, I didn't hear a single word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Didn't have a little recorder still, to record my guidance appointment and listen to it that's later. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And still people pers- persisted. Yeah. Still. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Much to admire. Mm. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? 
oops, um, that person didn't get the memo on how not to put themselves in the queue because that little new feature is operating. So let me find someone else, Sherry. Hang on a second. Okay. We'll send them a little memo. Yeah. <coughs> Next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Rob in Minnesota. Hello, Rob. What are you seeing? Hi. Well, I saw something very cool this week, and I it was within the context of just some wonderful guidance of the last few weeks on these shows about uh, integration and about sort of uh, receiving practice transformation, receiving successes, and uh-huh. and I I and then it. I also just was very inspired by Ashwini uh, recently saying to somebody, you know, we're up against a worthy opponent who's not going to give you the win. You have to take it. Yeah, yeah. Got to be a warrior, huh? Yep. And so my, I, I went with the practice this week of like, let me look, instead of looking for problems, let me look for wins. Maybe, the, you know, are there some Ooh. wins out there that I haven't seen? And in thinking about talking, I saw myself um, calling my mom um, and really looked at it with, with fresh eyes. And my mom and my stepdad are in their 90s. They live in memory care, uh, which my stepdad needs, but my mom doesn't. And she's still very sharp and very verbal. And um, I I just know projecting, if it was me, I would really love conversation that, you know, testimony of the outside world because living in a memory care unit is kind of a a challenging environment in some ways. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and I saw myself, I, I saw this process of, that the closest thing I could compare it to was the few times I've been in a play and you're standing on stage and the curtain is going to open any second and then you just, there's no going back. You have to just commit a hundred percent to, you got to do your thing. Mm-hmm. And, but just mm-hmm. realizing that because she's so sharp, she is this just amazing practice partner in the sense that she's very sensitive to not wanting to take two of my time, not being in position. So I can't fake it. It has to be authentic. Uh-huh. She would, she could tell in a, in an instant if I was calling mm-hmm. out of a sense of obligation. So mm-hmm. it, it's this sort of training in like, okay, now I I want to be. My intention is to be authentically in the light room and a light room big enough for two, so that mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. we can be there together and. I can find out how she is and hear what's been going on. And then she very often says, I just want to hear what's going on in the world, what's going on in your life. And um, it's just this, it's just that I realize how beautiful it is and how conditioning might want to describe it. Oh, I have to call my mom or, you know, like, uh, (laughs) and it's like, no, it's this, it's this incredible gift of, because of loving her and wanting to share that with her, I'm just what, however, whatever else is happening, I'm going to plunge in the into the light room or into a, into That's the big right. river. I think of it. Yep. That's right. So you're gonna you're gonna step on stage, 
and 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 realize that that um, this is for you. Yes. Right. Right. Yep. You're not calling your mother for her. Uh, I mean, yes, as a as a mother, I can promise you, <laughs> she yep. loves it. But uh, but you're not. You're the first and best uh, recipient of this effort That's, of yours because you, you, yeah. you're committed to being present. Yes, that's what I saw. Mm-hmm. That's what it's just, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, man, how cool is that? <laughs> yep. that yes. And, that I, ha- I and, have this opportunity. And, Rob, I want to I underline something that you said that is uh, equally important, and it's, it's really important for everybody to get, okay? Um, because what you described was not thinking about you invited mm-hmm. insight yes mhm right now you yes. you you asked for insights about wins <laughs> but you yes. really opened yourself up for insights and the mm-hmm. intelligence animating provided it so i just want to i want people to get that what you were describing was not going back and thinking about my week. Because if you did that, that invitation would go out to ego and it would not be informative or uplifting. Yes, yes. That's really true. That's Yeah, and it's yeah, a I huge never thought about difference. It. Because, yeah, it was like that. It was the sort of intention was the beginning of the week and kind of, in the background or whatever and then there I was talking to my mom and it just mm-hmm. dropped in huh I wonder if this is one of those moments mm-hmm. what do you what mm-hmm. do we think mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but I didn't yeah no strategy Let me look. no planning yeah that's right let me look and they and there yeah. you saw it and now you have a workshop in that now you are informed and that's really what we're going for uh, in awareness practice, and again, as we, you know, the drum we beat on constantly, ego hates that. Ego wants you to think about it so that it can tell you all of the places that weren't wins and all of the times you were identified and, and make you believe that you were yes. a certain way with your mother that, in fact, you weren't. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, and, and ego even wants to, ego wants to kind of plan the the phone oh, yeah. calls, which of course oh, that's, yeah. you can't do it because and I just have this. I mean, I saw as I've, I've been observing it more closely. It's literally just clear the mind, hit the numbers, yeah. boom. That's right. Then Here whatever happens, happens. That's exactly right. Yeah, and it's such it's clearly such a safe place for you to do that because of who your mother is. Yes. Right. So why yeah. not take advantage of practicing in these places that. Um, that bring us that kind of clarity. Yeah, that's very good. Yes, thank you, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right, go happy. You too, go happy. All right. Thanks, Rob. Here's our next caller. Sherry, you're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi there. Hi, this is Sharon in Barbados. Can you hear me? Yes. Hey, Sharon. Oh, good. Hi there. 
Oh, this is an amazing, amazing retreat. I have really enjoyed it. And um, I just feel in a way like with all of these exercises, I feel like my life is changing, that I'm almost, almost becoming a different person. And I was, uh-huh. reflecting, I was reflecting on that today as, is this just going to keep happening? Am I going to just keep being different, you know, all the time? I mean, uh, it changes. It does, I feel changed after all of these mm-hmm. um, sessions. I don't know where to go with that, but I just, I was reflecting on that today. Mm-hmm. And um, go ahead. So, so just to reflect back, right, Sharon? I mean, we are, uh, there is a transformation and there's an awareness of the transformation, right? Mm-hmm. There is a, uh, so we're told we are ego, we're this personality that is, uh, you know, that's sort of static, I know who I am, this is me. And as we disidentify from that, and we, uh, we sort of have an experience of our authenticity, then we realize that perhaps we are not what we're told we are. Yeah, and really a lot happier. And a lot of, yes, 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 you know? that our true nature is happiness. And so that's mm-hmm. my experience of myself when I'm identified with it. So the transformation of, it's, all, it's what practice is about, right? Disidentifying from the, the, uh, the small self or the ego uh, mm-hmm. and identifying with authenticity or true nature. Yeah. recognizing the difference and yes the 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 reflection on that is how much happier we are when we are happiness <laughs> right yeah and without really having to work super hard for it um you know i mean i can remember going to a like a weekend retreat and at the end of the retreat i was like oh i feel so good and i feel so i was probably feeling present i just feel so good how can i how can i get back to this Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what you're saying, right, Sharon, I mean, we've all had, we all have an experience of practice uh, as something that we, uh, we bring intention to, we bring willingness to, because going up against that, that conditioning, redirecting the attention, it takes, it takes effort, and we are willing to do that effort. But you're absolutely right, right? We're letting go something we're not to uh, experience what we are and the experience of what of what we are is is a is a free is a, is is that quality that you describe it doesn't take effort to, it takes effort to become something but it takes mm-hmm. less effort to let go something to be what we are right the quality of effort is different i'm when one i'm going after something i don't possess in the other i'm letting go of something in order to realize i already have it yeah and you know what it, i think it means to me is that for the rest of my life i'm going to keep being a different person i am going to keep feeling this kind of transformation which makes me feel like a different person than i was you know, like before or yesterday. Or I, can you relate to what I'm saying? I, I, I believe I can, and I would love for Sherry to speak to it, but it's basically what you, the, it's, it's the, um, if the, 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 the biggest motivation to uh, being happy is being happy. So mm-hmm. if what I'm doing assists me to, to be happy, then I'm really, really motivated to doing that to dropping more and more of what keeps me in that negative place we were talking about with Catherine to being here. 
And if I keep doing this practice, I'm going to have that experience. And realizing yeah. that is such, is, so, is such a turning point, right? Because then it's not just that I'm, uh, I'm practicing to uh, move away from suffering. Now I'm practicing freedom from suffering. Yeah, and it's it's a motivation to keep going. It's sure. a motivation to, to keep, keep going. going. Exactly. Since I since I got a little invitation, of course I I have to jump in, um, mm-hmm. and that is that that what you two are talking about is uh, really a word to the wise, right? Because what ego does to people, if if you're a person uh, who is going to practice in order to get to a place of happiness and well-being, then at, at a certain point, ego is going to give up fighting that and just let you be happy and in a state of well-being. It's kind of what uh, Sharon described, leaving that, uh, that retreat, right? And, and so there, there you go. And people think, oh, this is, this is great. I, I mean, I did the work. It was really hard. I got to this place. It's fabulous. And that's the beginning of the end. That is where people leave practice. They think that they've reached some sort of permanent state um, and that they're just going to cruise along to, uh, you know, a happy death centuries in the future. Um, and, of course, they've, what they've actually done is begun a downhill slide. Um, and by the time people wake up and realize that they're in, you know, that they're in a bad state, that their happiness and well-being is in the past, uh, it's, it's a depressing moment because what it says is, okay, got to start that climb again. And very few people will do it. So, well, they go, yeah. they go it, together, it, really. If it's the practice and then the results, they go, they go together. But what I was just right. saying and, is it makes me feel like a completely different person that's right. You are, and you will yeah. continue to be. You mm-hmm. will continue to be. And here's the best part of it. You will continue to be happier. Ego would mm-hmm. say, well, this is as happy as you can be, Sharon. Come on. <laughs> now, you're a different person. You're not bothered by that stuff. You're, you're not troubled. The voices aren't yelling at you anymore. You know, you're, you're fine. You, you've got, you, you, you reach it. No, yeah. we have mm-hmm. no idea how happy we can be. Oh, that's nice. Well, thanks so much. I really appreciate both of your feedback. Thanks so much. I mean, this is a great retreat. Really enjoying it. Thanks, Sharon. Okay. Thank you, Sharon. Uh, you know, Sharon, the thing that dropped in for me around that is... Uh, Ashwini, I can't hear you. Oh. I know you're talking, but I can't hear you. Well, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm not... Oh, well, I just turned your way up. There there you are. Okay. Your way up. Well, uh, all I was saying is it's that place of uh, ever-expanding faith and constant devotion and never giving up on the devotion. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Realizing... That uh, th- there is no cruising. I know Sharon's a big biker, so uh, a bicyclist. So, you know, getting to that place where you can kind of cruise and it's slightly downhill, it's very tempting, right? And it's true with bicycling. You don't want to pedal hard going downhill, probably. I don't know. Uh, but with practice, yeah, there's, no, there's just no cruising. There's just uh, happier and happier and happier practice. 
Lovely. That's a, mm-hmm. a fabulous image. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, and go happy, everyone. Go happy, everyone.